You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Bridge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's The Bridge After Show. Hey, guys. And welcome to the Bridge After Show with some creepy music to start us off. Creepy. I'm here with Paige Sullivan. Yes, hi everybody. And guys, I'm Dave Clyde. Dave I feel like I have to do it this way because this music. Well, the way the show ended, this is very fitting. It is very fitting. It, it was a little ended. bit horror movie for a second. It was kind of Godfather to me. I was like, all right, we're in the Godfather now. <laughs> this is how we do things. See, I, I felt more like, you know, in that scary movie where the girl wanders into the woods. She's like, what's that sound? Never follow the sound. Don't follow it. Yeah, Paige was like, never do that. Don't do that. It's like, what, adultery? And she's like, no, follow the sound. <laughs> don't follow the sound. And don't do adultery, people. And don't do that either. Yeah. But before we get into that <laughs> ending moment, words of wisdom from Paige, uh, let's go ahead and start up, talk about the beginning where we've got Charlotte, because Charlotte is going to the funeral with, as we find out, Carl's daughter. Mm-hmm. We get to meet Carl's daughter, and they're on the way to the funeral, and at the funeral, there's that strange woman in the back. Yes. Graciela. Mm-hmm. So we get that ominous view of, like, who is this woman just checking out the funeral? Yeah, who, it, well, you knew she was going to be somebody. I actually didn't think she was going to be the, like, leader of the underground tunnel. She's the godmother. Mother. Godmother. Godmother. Mother. <laughs> I don't know who I thought she was going to be, but I didn't expect her to be the client. Yeah, I wasn't quite expecting that either, because at first... She almost like looked like she was wearing goofy clothing to me for yeah. some reason at the funeral. I guess because everyone else was in black. I was like, who is this lady? Yeah. She just doesn't get it. I, th- I thought like she was like some crazy aunt or something. I also kind of assumed when we were still at the funeral that she might just be somebody who worked at the home. You know, it's a funeral. It looked like it was close to the grounds. Maybe it was just a housekeeper or somebody who, you know, was close to the family but didn't want to intrude on the funeral. I don't know. Right. Like somebody like Caesar or somebody who worked there who wasn't at the funeral. But I mean, I figured it was someone important for them to do that shot for just yeah, checking it her. out like what's up i'm checking out your funeral from the back from the back end but we also meet um kate at, at this funeral and kate is the daughter of um the husband she's the daughter of carl, carl. apparently they like having they're like the kardashians they do k's for their names that's what i was thinking the same <laughs> thing i wanted to be like how weird is it that his name starts with k because carl usually has a c yeah usually has a c i mean kate's usually a k this but... is obviously what the writers were thinking obviously kardashians, kardashians. All day, every day every day they just watch e all day long <laughs> uh, but she's not a fan of charlotte she we find out a little bit more about charlotte in the sense where we knew that charlotte and came into money by marrying him but i, I didn't necessarily know that he had a daughter through a different woman before he met Charlotte. Well, we heard last week with the lawyer, he said, you know, he has a daughter and this estate may go to her as well. So I knew that. And so, and I had assumed it wasn't her daughter from the way that he said it, because if it went to her and her daughter, you know, their unit, their family. And so I wasn't really sure, but I think it's just strange. They gave us a lot of information about Kate really quickly. You know, she's getting drunk at her dad's funeral. She got drunk at her mother's funeral. Uh, So she was wearing a sort of... 
risque risque outfit. Yeah, like kind of like showing her bust a little bit. Yeah, and she, I wonder. I mean, bad jeans. I mean, her mom passed away already. Her father passed away. She seems like a young girl. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Uh, not not uh, yeah, that's a very good point because they both died from diseases. It wasn't like they got killed in some sort of way. Yeah, well, we don't know. Do we know how her mother died? We just know that we she died. We don't know, but I mean, I guess I was just assuming for I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we don't know because Carl died. She died. I don't know, but it is so. She has resentment towards Charlotte. She really dislikes her. Right. So she definitely has major resentment. And afterwards, we get to meet Graciela, who's hanging out by the stable by the horses, uh, who are on their run, and. I'm going to fix my mic real quick. And, um, yeah, so we meet her, and she kind of, like, hints, like, hey, you might want to keep on doing this deal with me, by the way. Hey, hey. And Charlotte won't have any of it. And I'm surprised that Graciela didn't put up more of a fight, honestly. Well, she didn't have to. Did you, when she said, oh, that's Rio, right? And then she said, goodbye, handsome, to Rio. I think she was, she knew right then and there, I'm going to kill that animal. Oh, totally. I was Which, like, well, I, I honestly, I thought that there was going to be a Godfather moment she, when she said that. Well, she is sending a message. She doesn't need to get angry. She doesn't need to put up more of a fight because this is her fight. She has more power than Charlotte. And you're getting the impression from all these people that people see Charlotte as a gold digger. The Her daughter-in-law or daughter, stepdaughter, called her a whore. Take your whore money. And so... People don't have a good taste in their mouth about Charlotte, but she genuinely seems like a nice person, and maybe she just fell into this marriage and... Yeah, I and, mean, and it does seem like it. Because even Graciela says, you were poor, and you don't want to go back there. You did bad things to get where you are now. But is the bad thing being a gold digger? Did she do other things? Who knows? Did I she, mean, she did hook up with Marco, and Marco's not uh, clearly not the richest guy in the world, so I mean, yeah. that wouldn't be a gold digger move to do. But she also has this strong backbone. I mean, she's yeah. standing her ground on the tunnel. She's like, no. But and the way she treated the lawyer, you it doesn't look like she's a That was over. pretty awesome. I yeah. like that scene with her. But then I'm kind of mixed. Is that the whole adultery thing? Mm, well, no. she's not adulterous. I mean, she's her husband's dead. Okay, true. Marco's the one. I'm so upset uh, with Marco. either way though. Either way, I don't. I don't. Either way. But um, Ryan Willison on the chat says that she he didn't see um Graciela being the client, and Lions fan agrees and thought that Graciela was a widow or the murderer when she was in the back. So. Kind of, although Ryan oh. doesn't think it was a murderer, but I mean, actually, I think Graciela, she's, she's pulling the strings. She probably has murdered a lot of people. I think she has, but I don't think she's the murderer. No, I don't think she's the murderer, but because I think she's... Because the murderer she's... was asking for Carl to pay money, and she right. knows Carl's dead. But I definitely think she's like a sort of godmother, like she's in charge of some sort of... Maybe she's a like a cartel mob yeah, or something like that. Yeah, she's in the cartel family. It's like the the cocaine drugs that were going on in Miami. That was actually a godmother who was in charge of all the co- cocaine. Oh that yeah, was in yeah, Miami. I remember that. Yeah, so it could be similar to that. Who knows? I mean, she's definitely a powerhouse. Definitely, in some, some way. Yeah. So after the, after we get all of this info, we also have the crime scene. And we're back at the crime scene where Sonia and Marco Ruiz are speaking with Wade, who is the lieutenant, and he's now on the scene checking it out. And Sonia just always being able, so observant. She immediately knows where to go off and find the area where apparently the killer was watching from. Yeah, and she she just picks up on things. And that's what I think they like about her. She sees the things. And even when she's interrogating somebody, she 
can tell when they're lying and when they're not, or she feels when they're lying and when they're not. But in other circumstances, she can't read people. And yeah. that's the weird thing. So I feel like she's very in tune with her job and her responsibility as a detective. Uh, and she follows the rules. And I think she's just thorough. Where other people aren't, you know, they don't think twice about things. She really analyzes. Yeah, that's kind of funny, too, because, like, during the interrogation scene, how she's like, no, I know. I don't think he was lying. I trust him. I'm just like... You're the worst with reading people's emotions. I, I don't know. Like, I think it's the eye thing. I mean, Well, the eye thing where he kept on looking away, we're zoomed in. But when she asked, did you kill these people, he looked right at her and said, no, I did not. Yeah. So I think she knows. Right. Yeah, and that is a, a one of those things that you would look for when you're trying to read people's faces. But do you think she'd be able to apply that to everyday life, which she can't because she can't read anybody in you everyday life? You would think, life. but maybe the fact that she doesn't feel emotion to these people. She doesn't feel emotional towards Steven. She doesn't feel bad his sister's missing. She doesn't care. You know, she doesn't really feel empathetic towards him. So it makes it easier for him to read him. Yeah, that's a good point because she just says she sees truth lies and like the whole white lie thing. She's like, why would you do that? You know, yeah. she does see that it's a lie. Yeah, she knows a lie and what's not a lie. She just doesn't get the the reasoning behind it. Right. You, we're not having sex at my office. That's that was hysterical. We're not, no, we're not doing it here. We can't do it here. You can't be here. <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't be here. Can I have your number? <laughs> please, yeah. please. He's brave, man, going back for Sonya. So we also get um, part of the force is going to be hanging out with our cop, our who's kind of an interesting character. Manny? That can, yeah, Manny. Manny Stokes. Manny Stokes. I don't trust that guy at all. Uh, so it seems like neither does Wade, the lieutenant. Yeah. yeah, Wade doesn't seem to trust him either. He's like, keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything to this yeah, guy. Yeah, he said get information from him, but don't give him anything or try to give him very little. I think, like you said, he pops up all the time. Why are you always around? Why do you always know what's happening? Maybe Manny whole, Stokes is the murderer. Maybe, maybe he's the man. I don't think he's smart enough. No, I don't think he is But either, the whole but. coyote thing, though, makes me – that automatically to me puts in my mind, okay, this is not a good guy by the fact that what he did with the coyote in the other yeah. episodes. So I don't trust them at all. I think that was the the symbolism to mean, like, don't trust this guy or this guy. Or maybe he's just very anti-immigration. That might be all it is. But I, I just got in my mind, don't trust this guy yeah. from that whole sequence of events. It was so, weird. It was pretty weird. But now he's on the job with – is his name Cooper? Is that his name? Yeah. The other detective, and so he's kind of babysitting Stokes. That's basically what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, basically. Yes. He's probably like, oh, great. Yeah, so Detective Cooper. So, and we're finally finding out some of the people's names, some of the side characters' names, too, as we go along, mm-hmm. which is which is nice. And we had the closed captioning while we were watching. So good. We were fine, So we found out, actually, the creepy guy, stalker dude's name, which we will reveal later. Yes, yes. That was exciting. That was very exciting. <laughs> Thank God for closed captioning. So we also have the Maria scene during this point, where we do see cowboy boot guy. With we don't Maria. with Maria, and that's all we know about this guy is he has cowboy boots. The killer has cowboy boots. So we were thinking it was scary guy, right? Or because he had cowboy boots, and that's something they that they showed you, you know, and focused in on last episode. And he tied into a lot this episode as well. I mean, with Stephen, with us seeing Stephen and his neighbor and all of that. So he seems like he's touching a lot of different people in this. Yeah, definitely. Or or so it seems, because we're assuming he's on with Maria, but now I'm not so sure. Right, like, I, I don't necessarily think he is, so I think this is still a character we might not have met yet. Right. Because everyone's out doing something else when he's doing the calls, but... Uh, speaking of Steven, we, we get the first scene with him enjoying the sun in his underwear, doing some yoga poses. He wasn't doing yoga he poses. He was washing his feet. Or was he? Wa- what was I he think doing? He, he was just washing his feet, I he think, because he had a bucket himself. of water, and I'm sure he doesn't have a shower there, so that's probably all you can do. Yeah, it's just weird that he hadn't been back to his apartment. He has an apartment. As, yeah, he does. I just like the, I don't know, I just like imagining him in Breaking Bad underwear doing poses, yoga poses. It I know. just made me crack up. I know. Think about that. 
So funny. Sad. I wish. I wish. But yeah, so Stephen is then in his apartment. And again, the the whole case of Sonia being so observant, they, they end up finding his place and knowing that that's who to check out on. They find his trailer after he's left. Mm-hmm. And it, he's not there. Marco just wants to bust right in. And her being straight up by the rules, by the book, won't let him do it. I also think that it's America and Mexico. I mean, in Mexico, I'm sure they don't go get a warrant before they break down a well, I'm, door. I'm sure. You know? I, I'm sure that's like the difference. Is like because Marco just doesn't understand. He's like, uh, okay, so he goes to the window instead. Uh, my one thing though throughout this whole episode is that Marco and Daniel and uh, Marco's wife, everybody's getting across this border so fast. I'm gonna I'm gonna swing by after work. Or I'm I know, gonna, really. I'm just gonna go cover a story in Juarez. It's it's that's how almost close just it like is. okay, I'm done, I'm over. But they make it seem like that's how easy it is to get back and forth. At least when you're an American or you have a green card or whatever it is that you have. Right, because Alma's Hispanic, and she got across very easily. Yeah, so. she's a Mexican resident. Right. I mean, so you assume she's not a U.S. citizen of any sort. Yeah, but she got across just fine. With her son, uh, yeah. Gus. So we, he is a son. He's not a brother. We right, right. Know At least that guy's a son who's yeah. checking out Sonia a little yeah. bit. Damn. That's Damn. What he said. <laughs> Damn, yo. I think it's so kind of sad how Alma is so... Um, Nervous that Marco is going to like cheat with Sonia. I know. We're almost so nervous, and and then he goes and does it with somebody completely off the grid that she's never gonna. Well, she actually probably saw her. I mean, they were in, passing in the office that day. I mean, all I was thinking was like, Nah, you can trust Marco. He's a stand-up guy. He would never, never He's a with stand-up Sonya. dude. Not a stand-up. Well, guy. I didn't see that happening. I really didn't see that happening. No, I didn't either. When he came back, I, I mean, he did have a real reason for being there. Well, I don't know if. She instigated it. I she, mean, oh, she he, did instigate it. He didn't instigate it. Because he, he also said, like, okay, you should, it's getting late. You're probably tired. I'm going to head out. And she's like, I'm not tired. But he just didn't do anything to say no. No, and he went in full force. I mean, once it started going, he was very yeah. passionate about it, which makes me so mad. His wife is pregnant and at home with his three kids. Yeah, four now. But he tried to get it done, tried to get the surgery done. He's a stallion. Surgery can't stop him. No, I know he's still Surgery can't kids. stop him. He's still having kids. I don't know. It, that was a sad twist in the case. It was a sad twist. We keep on getting off topic to this topic. Like, everything leads back to Marco it's a, Well, it's so hard adulterous. with this kind of show, though, because all of these different characters are somehow intertwined. Yeah. Because Stephen's being questioned in the murder of Maria. And then Charlotte's brought into the office because... The murderer called Daniel, who wants yeah. to talk to Carl, who's dead. And it's just everybody is somehow involved with one another. And let's go ahead and talk about with Steven, too, about him being – he did seem genuinely upset during the interrogation when he found out that his apart, partner had been killed and strangled. Because he, he really didn't know. And oh, he yeah, seemed to actually have real – I read real emotion from that. From I, I did as well. And he was he asked, how's her cat? Yeah. He wanted to make sure the cat was okay. And that's where I come off. I was saying before the show that I feel like he also has some, he just doesn't seem to connect with other people when he right. talks to them and he doesn't really look them in the eye. Um, and when they say, oh, she's dead. Oh, wow. How's her cat? I mean, maybe he just reacts different than other people when right. you hear your neighbor was killed, but, uh, but no, really. How's how's the cat? How's the cat, how's the cat? cat okay. doing? How's the cat? Okay. I know, right? I don't think cat's gonna be able to deal with that. I know, but it's just it's crazy. And then he, but you also see emotion with this storyline with his sister, right? Which is kind of sad because we were wondering who she was. Who's the girl in the picture? Who's the girl on the wall? It's his sister. If we believe him, still, I believe that's his sister. He's looking for her, right? 
and, and we do get the scene then where he's back looking for her right after the wars because he gets out he, and he's looking for Marina. And then we find out that the scary dude from before, his name is Valdez, and yep. that's the guy who's looking for him and searching for him because something's missing from him. So Valdez is there and Stephen gets kind of hides away. Yeah, behind two a- people having sexual relations. That's a good place to hide. That's a good hide. hiding place, I know. As long as they're loud ones. I know. Well, they were, so I yeah. mean, that was convenient. But uh, And that's also why I don't think he's a murderer, because he has this vendetta. I mean, he really wants Ava back. Oh, yeah. And we also don't know where she is. Did he let her go? Has she started a new life? I mean, we do know that the garbage only had burnt clothes, because they would have seen No burnt body. body. Yeah, right. yeah. So just burnt clothes, but... Was she naked when she left? Did he give her clothes? I mean, what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a good question. And it's funny because Lions fan on the chat was saying that it's like you need a notebook to take notes to keep up on each case because it's in, so intertwined, like you were saying, Paige. And Ryan Willison says a notebook and colored pencils to keep track of how everyone relates to each other. Yes. Because right, one of those grids at like a police center. It's like, this is how they all, like a spider you know those, web. You know those big um, Venn diagrams you made in school? Right, and the spider webs. Yeah, and you just, I, it's because they all are linking. Somehow, some way, everybody's involved, except for Sonia. She seems so. She's the center of the case. You know, she's really trying to dig into it. But everybody else somehow knows one another. and Right. It's weird. So let's go ahead and talk about Daniel, who's kind of off doing his own thing for the most part. But he intertwines as well because he's the one now providing info because he's at the police station when we first see Daniel. And he's speaking to Hank. And they, he kind of – Hank kind of arranged – tries Wait, to make this arrangement. You're, you're messing up Breaking Bad and – and this show. I know. It's the underwear that's throwing Hank, me off. Hank and Wade. No, it's Wade. Detective. No, no. His name is Hank Wade. Oh, is it Hank Wade? Yeah, his name's Hank Wade. Oh. So. Well, now we're confused. Two first names. Go. Two first names, man. Hank Wade. His last name's Wade, so you'd say, like, Lieutenant Wade. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's why I call him Wade. Well, yeah, so Lieutenant Wade, Hank Wade. Yeah, but yeah, so <laughs> Lieutenant Wade is, uh, he wants to speak, they kind of make an arrangement. So basically, I don't know how often these types of arrangements, usually when you see a show, Usually it's like the cops are against the press and the press are trying to do their own thing. But he tries to make straight up make this arrangement like, hey, if you give us the info that you get from the killer, we will break all the stories for you first and give you all the infos first. I actually feel like that probably happens. I'm sure it does. I'm, I'm just sure. saying in shows we don't see it happening. Really. We don't see it in shows, but I bet in real life that happens. And it's mutually beneficial for them. It is. Because the murderer is, has selected Daniel. Yeah. They've selected him. So the police really don't have a choice but to keep him in the loop and to keep him close to them. Because... I mean, if they don't include him, what is what? What's his reasoning to give them any information? This murderer right. is calling him daily now. Yeah, and then that for him would be like, let me break this story. Let me break this story, as opposed to like. And then people are finding out about it before the cops can even gather any information. They can't do anything about it. Yeah, so it's definitely in their best interest to make a deal. You know what it is? I just got done reading Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and they oh, hate each book. other in that yeah. book. Sorry. Aside, but that's why I was like thinking, like, wait, but cops and reporters hate each other. It's just from that book. Yeah. But yeah, so it's definitely, I agree with you. It's very smart. Well, he why doesn't not? like the cops. He's not friendly. Daniel's not a friendly guy. Well, he, he doesn't like anybody. He's just an alcoholic. Apparently, he's snorting something. He was snorting something. I don't yeah. know what it was, right as we, he walks in the police station. But we know alcoholic for sure. Mm-hmm. So just not a pleasant fellow. But he, he has up with Adriana, and they're going to be working together now on this missing girl case. To keep him honest. Right, to keep him honest. So he must not have a great rap. No. Nah, I mean? Not I, the best. You don't have to usually send somebody out to keep a journalist honest. 
That's what a journalist's job is, to be honest, non-biased, to get the details. Unless you're Daniel. Unless you're Daniel Fry and when it's to drink beer and to get tequila. And you cerveza. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, even when he goes to her house, he's like, beer, tequila, help me. Yeah, you just can't stop. But it is scary. They give you a little insight, Adriana and Daniel, when they're in Mexico. They give you an insight into really what's happening in the streets. They call it war as one time. They don't say the name. Right. um, And it really is. They're walking on the street. They're bartering over fruit and a guy gets shot in the head. I mean. Right in front of them. Daniel freaks. Yeah. Freaks out. And he's talking about it forever after. And it's so funny because Adriana takes him home and she doesn't say anything about it. And she's like, oh, we got backed up. They shut the street down, whatever. He's like, somebody was shot. This is what happened. And all the sisters are just ignoring him. Because right. that's what they live in. This is their daily life. Yeah. And you see just that stark difference between like, as you said, it's just that is they're so used to that. That's every day to them. Like, oh, yeah, someone got shot. Yeah. What, what new happened? I know. Exactly. But that's kind of sad to me. Yeah, it is. And but we also get to learn and a little bit more. And they start throwing their pussy at him to quote the show. I know. Gosh, the show tossing it out there. The show is intense. They're playing like, basketball with it. The bas- he kept saying, "He's like, keep tossing, anything, shooting hoops, toss whatever you want." But we learned that she's not about to toss anything because Adriana. Adriana seems to maybe be in two girls. Well, that's what she hints at, and she says. Because he asks, you know, your sister has three kids and she's 18, 20 apparently. Adriana corrects him. Three kids. She's 20 years old. Your other sister's here with kids. How did you escape? And she says, he said, how did you not get pregnant? And she says, well, I don't like guys. Right. And she said, I think that helped. Definitely. Which apparently it seems like it did. She got to go to college. She has a good job as a a journalist. Yeah. Because when she said there's ways not to get pregnant, I was thinking like, oh, yeah, birth control. Birth con- but that's what I was thinking, yeah. I guess there are other ways, too. Just not liking guys. That, that works as well. Not, you know, abstinence. You know, right. Those things. They teach you in health class growing up. What's but, that? <laughs> what's abstinence? What's but, that? But she, she's – I like her. I think she's going to be a big player. I think so, too. She seems very smart. She t- t- definitely has her head uh, put on right, mm-hmm. you know, screwed on right. So she definitely I, – I agree with you. I think she'll be a big player going down the line. And we've got Lions fan talking about the whole snorting something thing about how don't they know that cameras are in the stations when they're snorting something, what <laughs> morons some criminals are. And I mean, this guy's not a criminal, but well, yeah. he is a criminal. It's illegal. Yeah, so, and they also, they seem to agree on the chat as well that uh, Adriana is a lesbian, so. Well, yeah, I mean, they made it pretty clear. Right, they made so. it pretty clear. I, I mean, it could have been possible that she was just like, well, I didn't like guys, or maybe, I don't know. Yeah, she said, guys. Because, I didn't like them. Because they're like Daniel. <laughs> yeah, probably. I wouldn't like guys if that Daniel was the only one I knew. I'd be like, no, no, thank you. You're I'll like, pass. wow, I hate guys. i pass. <laughs> yeah. Daniel's a little crazy. But when we were saying how they're working together, I don't know if you noticed in the preview, this is obviously kind of jumping ahead, um, not giving anything away really, but he was wearing an FBI jacket. Daniel, oh, I didn't notice Daniel that. Daniel was. He was wearing like an FBI, like the blue cover ones and so i don't know if he is really diving in and helping them and working on this case now next episode but i think the team is getting closer knit you know nice observation i think it's less detectives and journalists versus each other and right together now something else too that happens is the big moment while they are together is he gets the call and the call is that from the killer that what the killer wants now is he wants in order to free Maria the only way is if he gets one million dollars split four ways between Samuel Holston Buzz Larson Brady Moss and Carl Milwright Carl Milwright being the dead 
uh, uh, the dead husband. He's newly in the ground. I mean, right. he was literally just buried. Literally just buried of Charlotte. So yes. that was who Carl Millwright is. So that's one of the 250000 that this guy wants from. But they are the richest men in El Paso. That's the reason why. And he said this is a young Mexican girl that nobody knows is missing. Why would rich white men care? Yeah. Good luck getting them to pay up. He said they don't care when a Mexican girl goes missing, but when it's on them, I think what he's hoping is they know if they don't give the money, she's going to die. Right. It's on them if she dies. It's their fault. They could have changed it. But will that will that change them? No. I No. Do no. you think Carl was into the immigration thing for the money? Carl? I, it's hard to tell at this point with Carl because, like— We don't know him. I we mean. don't know him at all. All we know is, like, the moment of him wanting a divorce right before he died— and I the also, way his kids and yeah. Charlotte seems to not know him at all anymore. Charlotte's like, I don't know what he was like anymore. But I also wonder, you know, he's on the bridge when the murder happens. He's dying. Is there a connection there? Did somebody, you know, spike spark this heart attack? I don't know if you can really make that happen for somebody. But, you know, it's just all coincidence that right. he was there and then Marco let them pass and Sonia didn't. And now he's a, such a huge part of this case and... He's being named, so does the murderer not know he's dead? But, I mean, it definitely seems like he's helping El Cartel in a way. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that would you'd think you'd be safe south of, the, south of the border if that's what you're doing. So I don't Unless know the if, deal went sour. I mean, maybe right. he said, I'm going to close it. Yeah, which could that could be the case. I mean, we too. have no idea. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just thinking out loud. speculation. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking out loud because it just seems too much of a coincidence that they were on the bridge at the same time. Now, speaking of thinking out loud, last week I was right about uh, – the e- the Marco gained the email of the complaint from Sonia. Oh yes, yes, you are. You're very boom. right. Boom. So yeah, boom Marco goes the dynamite. <laughs> blam. No, boom goes the dynamite. You have to say it with no emotion. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, too excited for the bridge. Right uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you called that. You yeah, called it. So uh, yeah, so Marco gets this email from Sonia, and he's not happy about it. He's, I mean, he he doesn't seem too upset about it, but he tries to get her to like take it away. And she's like, "There's nothing that you can do." To make me not issue this complaint. And he said he would handle it. Yeah, he just says he'll handle it, and then he stops to do something for someone else by getting Kitty flowers. So he's just good with dealing with people. Yeah, he seems Again. like a people pleaser. I mean, he got... With the flowers for Kitty. He barely knows Kitty. I mean, he's known her basically... Pro- I don't know how long they've been working together at this point. I say two weeks. Right, like a week, two weeks, something like so, that. So, and he knows it's her birthday. He gets her flowers. It's so funny when he's like, these are from Sonia and I. No, they're not. Why would you lie? Well, I didn't give them to her. I don't understand. Oh, if somebody did that for me, I'd be like, yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, I'd just be like, thanks. Thanks. I'll pay you back on the Well, Sonia paid side. for it. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's Sonya what I would have said if I were my card. I'd be like, well, you technically paid for it. Yes, so. they are from both it's of from us. from both of us. Good point. He that's just what had I was thought. thinking. Yeah. I mean, if you want to play Sonia's game, you got to get on her level. you got to give her a reason why. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I would think. Great point. Great point. So, uh, we also have... Uh, let's see. I think that's the Sonia. So yeah. So your favorite moment to talk about uh, this whole what, relation Marco? with Charlotte, Charlotte and Marco. <laughs> Marco and Charlotte. But first, we get Charlotte coming in with this whole case, which is Charlotte just wanting to give information. Marco, uh, uh, they seem to be giving her call because they're trying to find out if there's any relationship because of her coming in through the uh, the way everything happened. Like, right. well, he's dead now. Maybe there's some relation. So they're trying to find something from Charlotte. And as Marco and Sonia talk to, or well, Marco specifically talks to her because she won't talk to Sonia. Uh, well, for I wouldn't whatever talk to reason. her either because she was so rude. And even when she finds out he was dead, she goes, oh. You know, like, oh. I wonder yeah. if it's because I held up her ambulance for 
20 minutes away. I, I don't, yeah, I wonder if she's even registered to her. That like, is Charlotte. That, that, it, probably, yeah. it, it probably wouldn't register to me that she was the same woman, but Marco obviously recognized her. Right. Well, Marco seemed to recognize her for he, he seemed to think she might have been a little attractive. Maybe that's why. Like, then, I'll keep that girl in mind. Well, that storyline is just making me mad. Yeah, well, dish out. This is the time. I'm just... Because then he goes there and just tries to at first get the... Signature. Uh, the signature to prove that he didn't take any money because that's what Sonia thinks happened. Which it seems it's very clear to me right right away she goes, well, I didn't. That was her immediate response. So I think she definitely didn't. I no, completely yeah. believe her. I believe then that there was no money. He seems like a good guy. Obviously not a great husband. Maybe he's a good guy, not a great husband. Because... He didn't even hesitate. I mean... No, nothing. 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 Not a push. Not a... We shouldn't. And I think the thing that infuriates me is when they're, like, grabbing and stuff, you can see his wedding band. And I'm just like... Yeah. Do you forget that you just had your wife and you were reassuring her that you love her and that Sonia's really not that great? and Which she's not. But, I mean... You don't know this woman. Look, she didn't pay him before, so let me pay you let now. Let me pay you after. Let me pay you now for what you did for me. I feel like this is going to be ongoing. But here's the other thing, too, and it was funny with the way you, you were screaming at the TV when right before she asked him about, because he talks about how well, you know, relationships are up and down, and oh, she asked him, didn't say well, how's your relationship going? And she he just doesn't respond. Yeah, she goes, is it up or down? And he didn't say a thing. He doesn't say a thing. I would know. I was like, up, up, say up. It's up. She's pregnant. It has to be up. Yeah, and the way that we've seen them interact, too, they seem very coupling. Loving. They seem very, yeah, very loving. That's why I don't get it. I don't yeah, get I don't it. I don't know. I don't know. But He's I mean, got a good thing going. I know. He, it was too good to be true. He couldn't have been that great. It's funny because we were just talking about last week how he's like the one character who seems not flawed. He doesn't have anything mm-hmm. wrong with him. He's like, and you never really see that in a lot of shows. That Like, wow, he was really just a stand-up guy. Here's his flaw. Mm-hmm. He's an adulterous man. To and me, that's it's a, a major pretty flaw. big flaw. Yeah, huge flaw. So he is a flawed character. He's not our Wonder Man. No, unfortunately no not. But, I mean, while they're, I'm assuming, making love, because when she says goodbye, she's in her nighty. You know, things were going down in her barn. I don't know how they didn't hear that. Things were going downtown in that barn. God. Yeah, that seems like something that would be allowed, but. Maybe not. You think? I don't know. I guess I've never murdered a horse before. No, so sad. So, Poor yeah. Rio. Poor Rio. Gosh. Yeah, I don't know. But then Sonia has her relationship moment, with which Paul. is with Paul, who's in the office and wants her number. I think it's cute. I think I like Paul. But we we can't have sex here right now, Paige. This is work. She doesn't even say hi. Paige, this is work. We're not <laughs> we, doing it right here. We can't have sex here. We can't do this. We can't have sex. Either. We can't. Do- but I love how her boss and her coworker are just like, oh gosh, and then they just walk out. They don't even like. They know this is just her, right? You know, and so they obviously put two and two together that it- they slept together. But they're just like, they don't even say anything. They it's just funny walk that they out. don't even reassure him. Like, by the way, she's always like this. Kind of weird. Yeah. Or like, just reassure him. Like, don't worry. She she gave you her number. She probably likes you or something. Well, because as a guy, she likes him. Well, she okay. She at least likes sleeping with him. And maybe that's what she thinks, though. He wants my number so we can have sex. Maybe. And she's cool with that because she's like, "Well, I can't get dinner, no." And then she doesn't. Well, I mean, I mean, she just doesn't even think like a normal person. Even if you can't get dinner, you say like, if you like someone, you'd be like, "Well, oh, we yeah, can't get dinner time. now, but maybe some other time." And she doesn't throw out any other suggestions. Just like, oh, "No, we can't get dinner." Yeah. And then he was like, "Maybe no. another time." She said, "You can't be here." That's what she, she said. You can't right. come here. 
So I'm like, I'm interested to see where this goes. He genuinely seems to be interested in her or intrigued by her. Right. Maybe she's just a woman of mystery to him. Uh, but I think the way they're treating his character, it seems like he's going to be around for the long haul this season. Yeah, so Lions fan on the chest says, with Mark and with Charlotte, opposites always attract. It'll be interesting to see what happens between those two, and I'm sure there is going to be more between them in the future. Lions fan also then goes on to say, if something's too good to be true, usually it's not true with a potential love interest. Um, so maybe this is also too good to be true. Yeah. This is, uh, I don't know, but I, I am definitely, like you said, I'm definitely curious to see where they're going to go with it mm-hmm. as well. So then we kind of end with more happening with the case for the yeah. show. So big moment as the video is released. Does he, so here's my question. He's feeding it directly to the website. How does right. he have access to the website? I know. Seriously, his video camera, hey, how does he have access to the website? His camera is in the middle of a desert. Doing this video feed. What is this the best Wi-Fi connection in the desert? He's got a killer hotspot, man. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, you didn't see it outside of the viewpoint, but there's actually like 20 cell phones all trying to create hotspots. Seriously, though, like, how is he doing this? This has to be, I don't think he's with the cartel. I can't, I don't know if he's American, if he's Mexican. I don't know. But he obviously has some sort of pull. Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. He has he's got to have some sort of pull. He's got money. He's smart. He's planning this. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the motive, really, other than to get people's attention about immigration. Right. The other thing is he's been, like, doing this for – planning this for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even think he's necessarily going about this the right way. Like, what does it prove if, like, a millionaire decides they're not going to pay $250,000 to That's save someone they don't know? That's one person in America know. when somebody who didn't have a lot of money would probably give their last $5 to help. Right. But, like, one person, like, okay, you're proving your point there, guy. I think it's just, yeah, I think it's a stab at – in this case, Texas, El Paso, right. the rich people, the politicians. I mean, I don't know if any but, of those guys are But here's the other thing. Maybe if, like, three of them gave up the money and one didn't, he still wouldn't save the person's life and be like, well, that proves it. Not every rich person is a good stand-up guy. Exactly. Like, if Carl yeah. didn't give it because Carl was dead. Like, Carl's dead. Right. But all everyone else gave Everybody it. Everybody else gave it. Like, she'd still get screwed. Boom. Goes right. the dynamite. <laughs> there goes Maria. Well, Maria is well, she's suffering just gonna, like, in a desert. Die. Yeah, that's got to be a bad way to go. She's already done this. She's already trekked through the desert with no water, braved the cold at night, didn't drink the poison, and just her luck, she gets picked up by a murderer. Or, just her luck. Yeah, we, he's the murderer because he's the one who killed all the friends. she didn't drink the poison. So I think she probably would have rather drank the poison. I mean, it was much quicker death well, yeah, being tied to poles. Right, now she's being tortured in, death. in a desert. Yeah. I mean, fingers crossed she's saved. I think they kind of built her character up enough where I don't think they're going to kill her off. Yeah, because she seems like, they. you're right, Like she, they built her up to be like the strong, independent, likable character. Or, I mean, on the other hand, maybe they did that so we would like and root for her, so we want her to survive just then, to kill her. And then you're like, why wouldn't the rich guys do that for her? Exactly. She's a great character. But I don't think it's necessarily the rich guys. Now they're, because you hear them in the previews say, give him what he wants. You know, give him what he wants. Because not only does El Paso PD have to deal with this because he's coming at them, but it's being broadcast for all of El Paso. Yeah. All of the world. I mean, anybody who wants to log on to that website, I mean, I don't visit it daily, but. I mean, I go to El Paso daily. Who knows? No, no. I go no. every day. Did you? I wonder if they have like an El Paso that same website that we could visit. And, like, yeah, I do there. wonder. Maybe we'll have to check. I could it out. the same name. Yeah, and that'd be interesting. It could also just be. Well, I don't know. I guess it's probably not a real yeah. website because. But you also wonder: Are they going to try and take it down? I bet they would try and take it off the website. Right. Yeah, they're going to try. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it. But, I mean, it seems like from the previews a little bit early that they're going to be trying to find the location. I think they and should that's the be. Key. Yeah, I think they should be. In the middle of a giant desert. 
And he's watching from afar, so we so we see it uh, because the view, you know, it's a camera just on her. There's nobody there. Right, it's he doesn't have to be there camera. at all. He's not there. So is he doing what he did last time? And he's just standing up on a hill and waiting for her to die. He's just stand, sitting on a hill, Indian style, watching, meditating. As is he, he watches. just watching and hoping people will do the thing? What he wants them to do? I mean, yeah, that's the question. Is like, what is his like? What, what does he want? Yeah, what's to he, happen? Yeah, what does he want people to give him? What What is he asking for? Because he's not being very direct. Other than he wants money, but what is the end result? Because here's the thing: if he actually got the million dollars, would he just be like, okay, I'm done now? Or we'd be like, oh, well, um, on the plan B of my next murder case, That's you have thing. to wonder what, like, his backup plan is or what, like, if someone actually proved him wrong, what he would do. What did he get from, the thing is also, at the same time, he kills the judge, he's a white woman. We assume he kills Christina, uh, who's a Mexican woman. Right. Then he kills all these other Mexican people. And so, but you're telling us that their lives don't matter to Americans. That's what he's saying. Americans don't care about the Mexican people, blah, blah, blah. So you think, oh, he must care. Well, then he's killing everybody. Right, so he clearly doesn't care either. It doesn't make sense to me. If you if you care so much about this immigration and people's well-beings and Juarez and the dangers and the murdering, you wouldn't start murdering people. Right. Yeah, mind of a murderer. Yeah, I don't know. That, I, don't I, I totally it. agree with that. That's like a kind of weird, like... Just twisted. Yeah, it's, it's just a very weird motivation because you're exactly right. Like, well, if you're upset about all the murders going on, why are you then taking people and murdering them mm-hmm. to prove your point that exactly. you don't like murderers? I don't get it. Right. I don't get it. And so, I mean, the show is supposed to have a lot of twists, so we we'll shall find see. out. But Yeah, it's supposed to be a very twisty turning yeah. show, so we shall find out. Well, I, so far, every episode I've been pretty shocked by things. Yeah. This week was Marco, you know. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, that was shocking in a bad way. In a bad way. Well, I don't, really think, bad way. I don't think they're going to shock us in good ways. I mean, this show is very intense, but it's, you know, most of the plots are about murder. <laughs> so no, that's a positive, happy thing. Positive, I know what you're talking happy. about. I know whatever people ask with the shows about, I'm like Mexico, El Paso, immigration, killing people, adultery, detectives. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I don't know. It's funny to me though, because like I think to you as well as me, the whole Marco being adulterous thing was more upsetting than all the deaths happening in the show. I know because I was like Marco, no. I think it's because all the deaths that have happened, we didn't know them. Right, we didn't really know the immigrants crossing the border. From we saw a little bit of them, but we didn't see a lot. And one of them didn't seem to be a great guy because he was about to bludgeon somebody with a rock. So right. I didn't really have strong feelings about him. We didn't know Christina. Never met her. Never saw her character. Yeah, we didn't even, know the judge. And even Maria, we didn't really know that well. No, just like all right, we she seems cool, but she's captured. Whereas Marco's like the character we got to know, and we're like, but you're a good guy. And I still, it, it's funny because when they introduce somebody and give you a lot of information, not even a lot, but like Ava, I want her to get away from the crazy person, but I want to make sure she's alive. Yeah. And I'm assuming she is because Stephen kept saying, I help people, I help people. Yeah. But it's funny because they're giving you information about certain characters but not others. And I think because they want you to be attached. They want you to be hurt by what Marco did. Oh, definitely. I mean, I definitely mean I'm hurt. Do. I'm upset. I'm upset too. Lions fan on the chat says thinks it was a confusing ending and thinks that the murderer does want her to die in the, as the end result. So, I mean, I would assume so he can prove his point. I and, know, but- and, and I think that's probably what the murderer wants too. Like, I think like the murderer doesn't want to be proven wrong. I would imagine. I mean, I like, cause like, really, what's his plan? Like, if he's proven wrong, it's just like, oh, well, I guess I'm done with my giant four years of planning. I know, I know, I agree, but I just, I hope Maria lives. It's like random reference in the Dark Knight when the Joker's proven wrong by Batman. Well, I haven't seen that. People are good. Really? Well, I have, but I don't really remember it. Okay. Sorry, bad reference for me. Wow. I'm sure you guys out there know what he's talking wow. about. Wow. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> with that said, let's go ahead and talk about some comments from you guys from last week. So on YouTube, Big Bad 
uh, commented that the skeleton is adapted by uh, – it's an offshoot of Catholicism, that skeleton that we saw when Maria and the group came and saw the skeleton there and also the skeleton underground right. in the passageway. And it's ad- adopted uh, by many Latin offshoots of Catholicism and um, countries who live in particularly violent areas. So, okay, so Juarez. So Juarez, for example, would be a very violent area, and that's where they adopt that skeleton and uh, that's that's a great point. Thank you so much for bringing that and up. And the water. Yeah, and then also the water thing was very cool too. That apparently, um, that's just something that with the whole coyote system, the church, and they will actually set up drops of water for people who are trying to mm-hmm. uh, be illegal immigrants and fly, flee up north. They will set up that. So that's actually something that does happen. It's not just this. So random that's why, thing. It, like in most cases, when they said it's like a blessing, it's a miracle. It really is because people are doing that to be kind. Right. And in this situation, it was, you know, not. Not so kind. Yep. Yeah, so thank you so much for commenting. And also thank you, Paige Sullivan, for commenting on the YouTube I know. As well. We're like, there's two comments. I forgot I commented back. <laughs> like, who did the second comment? Well, Paige, wherever you are, great comment. Wherever you are. You're welcome. Somewhere out there. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and like your own comments. <laughs> I, I wasn't the thumbs up, though. I didn't thumbs up our own thing. So, so don't worry, guys. All right. So with that said, let's go ahead and talk about some predictions. Mm-hmm. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, so we, we get a little bit from the previews. I mean, not much, but we got like not a, a tiny, tiny bit. We just see that uh, they're going to be trying to find the same Maria. Mm-hmm. And that Charlotte and Graciela are going to ha- further have issues that they're going to be doing a little bit more fighting. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I, I mean I think that Charlotte will eventually come on top after some struggles, but I think we're going to see more. Actually, I think we're going to see um, Marco helping Charlotte out with her say, issues. I agree. I think Marco and Charlotte are going to get deeper involved. Um, I think with this happening, he's got connections to Mexico. I think she'll. You know, she's hurt. She's in a, a dark place. She's going to open up to him. I mean, yeah. he's the only person that she feels probably like she can confide in. I mean, I'm leaping here. We don't really know. They just had sex, we're assuming. But, you know, she's connected with him. I think she'll tell him what's going on. I think they just kissed and she put on her nightgown and said goodbye. <laughs> that was it. She's like, hold on a second. Let me slip into something more comfortable before I walk you out. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But I do see them getting deeper involved. I see us learning more about Sonia. Still. I, yeah, definitely. I think um, Alma, it's, it's funny because something we didn't mention is that she's bringing the kids up north because she's afraid for them. Something mm-hmm. made her afraid, that, that meeting that I guess happened at her workplace or something she heard. So I think, um, again, I still think that the kids are going to get in trouble. Alma's going to get in trouble. And I think Marco's going to have to make some sort of decision between Charlotte and Alma I, because I think Alma's going to get into trouble around the time that things are really heating up between yeah. Marco and Charlotte. That's when Alma's going to get into trouble. Well, he better know where he stands. And Yeah, he's got to know where he stands and what he's going to do. So that's what I think is going to happen with that. Do you think Alma's going to find out about this? No. No? I mean, she's not going to be in America, really. Right. And it's not Sonia. But will Sonia, Sonia be able to read the lie? Do you think Sonia's no. going to figure out that this is going on? No. No? Ah! Maybe. She's good at reading people. She is good at reading people. Not their emotions, but the truth versus a lie. She is good at that. Yeah. And Ryan Willison, by the way, I do want a statue. 
He meant to say trophy because when I was right, I was gloating about. It. I was like, "What do you want a statue? Oh, I mean, trophy." So funny. Yes, he does. Yes, I do. He wants a trophy. All right, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed this After Buzz showcase. And once again, I'm Dave Klein. You can find me on Twitter at the Dave Klein. That's K L E I N, or go to my website djk-online.com. And if you guys like video games, join me every Saturday on AfterBuzzTV.com for Game Control Live, 12 p.m. Pacific time to 1:30 p.m. Pacific time. <laughs> If you're a gamer. Yeah. 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 And I'm Paige Sullivan. You can find me on Twitter at Paige Sull. That's S-U-L-L. And you can also find me at my website, perfectpage.com. And you can check me out this fall on more shows. Right now, this summer, I've only got the bridge, but I am very happy with it. Very happy. Very happy. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.